0: to Finding Balance in Christ with myself Hannah Williams. Thanks for joining and welcome to season two. So this season is going to be all about um, being a Christian youth. Um, Let me say actually Gen Z and Millennials is focused around how we've been navigating that journey as a Christian and that sort of area. Today's topic will be about navigating faith in a secular world. So this topic is a very deep one. It definitely hits home strongly. um, And it's one that I feel is not spoken about enough. Um, It's, yeah, it's not spoken about enough. And it's definitely one that we need to consider and realise how challenging, should I say, it can be to be a Christian in a world that is very carnal. A world that is very oblivious um and a world that wants to wants you to believe what they believe yeah let me let me say that so if we look at what it means to actually have faith what it means to cling onto that faith as well i think one thing that we need to understand is you can call yourself a Christian but is your way of living and your way of thinking, showing yourself as a true Christian. So in that sense, what I mean by that is if you were sitting, having a conversation with a wealthy person, someone that is not of Christ, someone that doesn't have that faith, would they be able to differentiate yourself and that person? When people look at you from the outside looking in, when you are even talking to that other person, would that other person be able to see the difference between yourself and them? One thing I notice amongst a lot of Christians is that we are very quick to compromise. We hear something and rather than give a confident opposing view, we compromise. We might now start bending our way of thinking, we might now start being a bit flexible to what kind of beliefs we have simply because we want to be accepted and I don't think that makes us make sure Christian to be honest I believe that if you have such strong faith no matter what is said no matter what is even stuck down our throats we should be so strong and hopeful to cling on to our faith we shouldn't feel that we have to be flexible or compromise on our beliefs. Um, it seems as if we, we hear some things and we just think, oh, well, it's not too bad. Or we are amongst a group of people that, you know, you could have some people, let's say, I don't want to say that they're not Christians. There are people that are Christians, but maybe strong, their faith is not as strong or maybe it's a bit temperamental, let's say that, Um, but their beliefs aren't really the kind of beliefs that you are striving for yourself, it's not really how strong you want to grow in your faith, so you therefore now mixing with them and vibing with them now limits what you want for yourself, you now start to compromise you now start to accept the things of the world because you feel like oh well everyone's doing it and that thing of everyone's doing it should we call it FOMO the fear of missing out everyone's going to this party everyone's listening to this type of music everyone's at this rave why can't I and there's certain things that I've experienced, should I say, that have helped me to realise that, do you know what? This isn't actually for me, right? And thank God for who he is and the chances that he gives us, yeah? He gives us chances to try things. He's, He's never gonna hold you by the throat to not allow you to experience certain things. It's through your experience that you will now know whether you are for that or against that thing so if we look at maybe going to university for instance i mean for myself that was an opportunity to experience a different a whole lot of different people um, and a different lifestyle definitely i mean for instance people are drinking and for me i was seen as the the mom of the group should i say because i would always tell people i don't drink and the question will come back to me, but why? And I'll be like, well, I've just grown up, not drinking. My parents don't drink, and the church that I go to, we're not supposed to drink, so I don't think there's a need. And I will say the arguments will still come back, but really, okay, but you're not at home anymore. You're not you're not going to church, so why not just have a sip? And I'll come again with another excuse that, well i don't see the point in drinking you can have fun without drinking to them the people that drink consistently or people that just you know drink for fun it's weird you know it's a weird reasoning to them like what's she on about and to me those drinkers i'm also looking at them like you can actually have fun without consuming all this level of alcohol why do you do it So you see, there's opposing views there. And as a Christian, when you are someone that has a faith and when you have someone, someone you're someone that has belief in something, you will be tempted, right? It even says it in the Bible. James chapter one, verse two to three. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And I'm gonna read verse four as well. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So hear that, God has already told us, right? That we're gonna be tempted. There's gonna be trials. There's gonna be people that try to tempt you. Oh, just take this shot or just sniff this one. You know, just smoke this this little thing here. But it's about whether you are strong enough to resist it now as i was let me go back to what i said about the experience right people that experience it right people that have actually like they've been tempted and they've gone through it it doesn't mean that they're now weak christians right because a lot of them have turned back after those kind of experiences some people have to go through it some people have to drink some people have to smoke and do all those kind of things before they come to their sense and realize wait hold on what am i doing here this is wrong But for some others of us, you can you can resist it from the get-go. So, but at the end of the day, it's all about: Are you ready to cling on to your faith? Are you ready to look different from the world? Are you are you confident and brave enough to say no? I don't want to do this because I believe in God, or I don't agree with this because I believe in God. In the agreement factor, like for instance, in this world at the moment. They're, they're literally trying to stuff everything down our throat about, let's say, accepting and believing in homosexuality, um, the gender-neutral aspects of things. Like I was saying to one of my friends the other day about how at my workplace now, they're building gender-neutral toilets. And to me, I was I found that strange. I was like, okay, we have male or female toilets already. If people want to believe in that, if people want to live those kind of lifestyle okay, cool, but why are you now forcing gender-neutral on us? So are you now telling me that I have to now be going and be using a toilet that men are also walking into as well? What? So some of us had to, like, question it, and they now said, okay, we'll keep the separate male and female toilets as well, but the gender-neutral toilets will also be built. And this is all around their mission of diversity and equality, basically everybody has to accept what everybody else is believing in if they're gay if they're lesbian if they're bisexual we're all one in their eyes and that's worldly views right so if they are so confident to put that in us and make us to believe in that why as christians are we not as confident to also boldly tell them that this is the belief that i am holding on to and i think you should also consider it you know it's through it's through preaching it's through evangelism that people lives are also saved that people are also drawn into the same faith you can't keep silent and believe you're gonna win save a soul It's, it's impossible you have to be bold to speak on it so that others can be also feel like okay this this i relate with this this makes sense maybe i should actually give it a try and it becomes a consistent pattern there. They also do the same thing, and more more souls are one. That's our mission on Earth at the end of the day anyway. We're not here to mingle with worldly people and also be influenced by worldly things. We're actually here to win souls. We're actually here to save them. They're in the world, but it doesn't mean we have to be in the world. You know, we're, we're here for a time, you know? There's gonna come a time that we go back to paradise and we meet with God. But for now, our duty is to win souls. We're not of the world. We're not supposed to now be thinking, okay, yeah, let me just do what they're doing as everyone else is doing it, so Let me just do what they're doing. They're vibing, you know, doesn't seem that bad. Oh, yeah, I'll go to church on Sunday, but, you know, during the week, on a Saturday, you know, I can still go to the pub. I can still go have a bit of a shot. Why? Why must we live like that? Should we say that Christians are too weak or... Should we say that we're scared to stand for our faith? I mean this is a topic that i've I've discussed briefly in previous previous um podcasts, and to me, I feel like Christianity is just a faith that we are not we're not strong enough, like we're just not strong enough to, my, to in my opinion. I feel like we were so flexible, we're so quick to you know just be like, oh yeah, fine." But it shouldn't be like that should it we should be strong in our faith we should be able we should be bold and brave to to preach what what we believe in we shouldn't feel like oh well are they gonna look at us differently are they gonna question us are they gonna and even if they do question us why why are we not confident enough as well even if they do question us why aren't we confident to say okay no because this is what i believe in and what i believe in is what i'm going to stand for so that's another thing because in that we we should be we should have this feeling of okay i i want to do this and this is the way i'm going to go regardless of what anyone else says 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 15, it says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. It says, always be ready to give a defense. Are we as Christian youths, are we ready to give that defense? Or do we feel like we have to be vulnerable to whatever is going on in the world? do we feel like if we talk we're gonna look weird to our friends and so what if you look weird you can be weird for a few moments you can be weird for for a time at the end soon rather than later they will come to accept what you're saying they will come to reason with it but if you want to justify that by saying oh do you know what they're doing it let me let me just give it a try how how can you now come back and now say oh actually, actually, I think this, I think we should go this way instead, they're gonna, they're gonna now question you, but hold on, you were in the club the other day, now you want to be preaching me to me today? We, you need to know what you want to stand for, you can't be temperamental, you can't be, it's like, for instance, on Monday, you're preaching the word of God, But on Tuesday, you're doing things of the world. How does that make you look? It seems as if you're weak then. It seems as if your faith is not even strong. It looks as if you yourself don't even know the way you want to go. And as a true Christian, as a true child of God, you need to be bold and you need to know what you want for yourself as well. Because if you don't, how are you going to win the sales? How are you going to let people know that this is actually what I think and believe in that's the that's the kind of um thing that I want us to think of we need to know that okay I'm doing this for this this reason or I'm gonna do like I'm gonna um boldly preach the word of God so that other people can see the light of God in me in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now, I don't want us to mistake that, that verse, right? It doesn't, doesn't mean you don't love your brothers and sisters, right? It doesn't mean you don't love people of the world. It doesn't mean that you approach them differently or treat them differently. It means you don't love what they are doing. You don't be acceptant to it. You think it's wrong, then it's wrong. If they want to hammer it down your throat that it's right, you give them a, a defense back and you tell them why you don't think it's right. That's it. But it doesn't mean that you don't love them. We're not. We're, God has not encouraged us to hate up our, our neighbors. We're supposed. He says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. But it doesn't mean that you need to stand stand for what they stand for. If you disagree with something, you should be give. You should be able to be confident to say why you disagree with it. And if they question you, have your defense ready as well. So, let's, I feel like as, um, as youth, as Gen Z, as millennials, as we're navigating this world, we need to have a biblical worldview. Let's not live worldly, okay? We are in a secular world, but we are not of that world. We are just here for a season, right? So, let's let's be confident, you know? I feel like many of us as well, We've grown up as Christians, we've grown up in the church. I mean, for my, speaking for myself, I I from young, I was born into the church and my dad became a shepherd when I was young. I've, I've grown up knowing of church in the house, we pray as a family, we read the Bible, all those kind of things. It, it was natural to me. So going to uni, this is something that I just still kept in me. I, that's what I've known all my life. So to me, I couldn't just let go of it. Temptations were happening here and as I said I've I've experienced things as well like I I went to the club a few times I went to all these um what's what do you call them these like Afro nation and on all those kind of things but I just got realized that I don't even feel comfortable here when I'm looking around at people that are moving reckless when they're drunk and that kind of lifestyle I'm just like why am I why am I even here so I, I just had to let go of it and it doesn't mean that I'm not friends with people that Still live that life, so that's one thing as well. Like, it doesn't mean that you completely disown them because there can come a day where you can be the ones that actually change them from that lifestyle. But it should there's, you see, there's friendship, and there's associates. Yeah, you can have associates, right? Where you you don't certainly like mix and vibe and agree with everything that they do, but from a distance it can be like a hello goodbye kind of thing right and then friends that maybe they're even still weak in their faith but you can be the ones to actually help them that is another thing as well so it's just about knowing what you stand for in yourself you can't be weak yourself and be trying to win somebody in it 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 doesn't make sense you have to you have to have known in your heart and your mind your soul that okay i'm a child of god and this is what i want i'm against this i'm not gonna do this and and that's how it is and another thing i believe um so back to what i was saying about our parents and i i thank god for my parents um but let's understand that parents are not perfect. They too as well are also learning. They can be pastors, for goodness sake. They could, they could be ministers, right? But they too make mistakes. So even in the Bible, where um, it says in Deuteronomy, right? Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 67. It says, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. So that's to say, parents are meant to teach us the way to go at all times. There shouldn't be a time where it's not it's not known that I'm a Christian. And in this house, we worship and we serve God. But at the end of the day, as a child, you're going to grow up. You're going to leave the house what are you holding on to when you leave your house when you are away from your parents are you now deciding that you know what well, my parents are not here there's no one controlling me I can be free so reckless behavior or are you gonna remember the faith and the word of God because at the end of the day you're not doing it for your parents You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for what God has done in your life, to give back to Christ. So are you going to hold on to that? Or are you going to let the small, small temptations of the world, the things that look good today, but tomorrow can literally ruin you? That's what we need to hold on to. Let's remember that. And all as well comes back to what role does the church play in all this as well? let's consider that churches of today are we really helping our youths and i'm gonna add again gen z and millennials because some people have different views of what where who fits in the age gap of youths so i'm also (laughs) breaking it down to gen z and millennials how are we helping them are we actually speaking on what is going on in the world i feel like a lot of churches are too scared to talk about what is happening all this thing about homosexuality all this thing about secular music all these things about sex before marriage churches are not speaking on it at all or even enough it's not being spoken of so we as youths are seeing monday to saturday Different things happening in the world, questioning all these weird things. It's even been stuck down children's throats in schools today. And then on Sunday, you're not hearing anything about it. You're not letting me know in church why I shouldn't accept what they're telling me. Why? What makes it wrong? How? How can I go to back to my teacher in school on Monday and tell my teacher I don't think I I don't want to I don't want to accept this? because it's not been spoken of so please ministers of of church pastors and evangelists let's let's bring our, our youths home let's let them know everybody knows no nobody is blind or deaf to what's going on in the world today let's speak on all these things and and encourage our youths of today Temptation is very there, is there, it's very real, it's happening. But everybody has the opportunity to come back to Christ. And that is why we need to follow the word of God. Let's not take it for for just a joke. Let's not take advantage of it. But let's be confident to let people know of the faith that we have in our hearts and in our minds. God bless you. Thank you for listening.